0: Our next guest, Tyler Drake, our Arizona Sports Cardinals insider, one half of the Cardinals Corner podcast. They just dropped a new episode the other day, with the main focus being where we're going to start today, Ty, the very, very slow off season that the Cardinals have had. First of all, hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. And I just want to start there. And I know you and Eric did a bunch of talking about it yesterday. Your podcast is up now. But just your immediate takeaway from essentially what has been a mute off season so far.
1: You know, yeah, obviously it's, it's slower than I think a lot of people would like it to be, but you've got to look at the, you know, where they're at. It's, it's all a, uh, it's kind of that rebuild process. If you look at these one to two year deals, you know, not a lot of money attached. They're kind of just getting ready to kind of turn things around down the line. But yeah, it's, it's obviously it's very slow right now, but, uh, a couple good, a couple good re-signings, and, and, and Antonio Hamilton's one of them. So I thought that was pretty solid. And then you got a uh, Kaiser White, who who I think is probably the best outside signing this off for them by a mile. So we'll see where he goes. I think he's going to go right next to Zavin. So what does that mean with Isaiah? And that's a whole other, you know, whole other ballpark we got to talk about. But yeah, uh, definitely slower than most uh, would like. But I think, given the circumstance of where they are and where they want to get to, this is kind of it, it. It was almost expected for me, at least.
2: I made an analogy earlier in the show that the Cardinals, if their roster was a house, then they have a foundation problem, which is probably the worst problem to have. And Mitch and I agree that the foundation. Is in the trenches. It's the offensive line. It's the defensive line. And when you have to fix a foundation problem, sometimes you have to strip it down to the studs and work on that foundation alone. And maybe that's where I'm the most surprised is I just don't see them making a lot of big moves in the trenches. I can't name a defensive line starting caliber player right now. I, I guess Will Hernandez and Kelvin Beecham make sense. But are you a little surprised they haven't been working more in the trenches in
1: free agency? Yeah, but I think they want to get younger there, and I think they're going to do a lot of that through the draft and, and maybe continuing to get these one- to two-year deals down the line for maybe not this offseason, but next season to get maybe a bigger splash-type player. But, yeah, obviously, I think the offensive line, honestly, I think they've done a decent job just because you bring back enforcer Will Will Hernandez, who I think is a solid uh, addition there, Resigning there. You've got Kelvin on the other side, or on right tackle. He's He's a solid veteran there, too. Um, and I mean, really the big question now is what do you do at center? And, and do you do that through the draft? Do you bring somebody in? Do you do both? I think that's probably the best bet. Um, and yeah, you know, I really think defensively. Yeah. Especially defensively with losing Zach Allen, there's a lot that has to happen there. And honestly, I think that's why I, that's, that's why I've said it from the get go, you know, keep that third pick and take Will Anderson and have him help rebuild that defensive uh, front there.
0: Okay, I'm going to segue into that because you mentioned it, and then I'll get to what I wanted to talk about later. But you recently posted – no, it's all good. It's all good. I promise. It's all related. You recently posted two stories, one, both of them courtesy of the PFF mock draft simulator. One was the scenario where the Cardinals kept the pick and took Will Anderson and the rest of the draft from there. I want to ask you about the other scenario, though, because I don't know how the simulator works. Did you pick the trade partner in the Raiders, and if you did, why did you choose them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So basically all the picks I picked myself, I just kind of was going through. I I let the draft play out how it would through the first two. I had, I think eight different options to go with. And I decided I wanted to drop down a couple spots, but not far enough to where I could miss out on a guy like Christian Gonzalez or a guy like Tyree Wilson. So I said, Hey, number seven. And it was weird because the Raiders clearly jumped up there. They, they uh, grabbed, uh, Will Levis, I believe it was, and they gave back pick 70 in a first rounder next year. So it was who knows if that's even close to what you're going to get for that pick. But it was really interesting because I ran it again because I was just curious to see if it would go that way again. And it it just kept doing the same thing. So it was very interesting that yeah. that's 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 for another that's not even getting off the point point. But yeah, man, I thought uh, just making the trade, I, you know, I dropped down to seven. And I think Wilson actually went six. So I went with Christian Gonzalez and I thought even, you know, going secondary is rebuilding that, dropping him in with Antonio Hamilton and Marco Wilson could go a really long way.
0: So in your opinion, is that the trade that you would make if you were the one that was panning out that mock draft and not PFF? Or would you, for example, not go further than four with the Indianapolis Colts if the Cardinals were to make a trade?
1: Yeah, so shockingly, actually, so the Colts weren't one of the teams that were interested in trading for the pick. So that's yeah. one reason why I couldn't even get with them. So uh, that's one little other nugget. But I think, you know, for the Cardinals, I think they can't go, they can't go lower than eight, I would say. That's, that's kind of where I'm at, because I think... If they decide to move off of Anderson or off the third pick, which I think they should keep it, take Anderson, then you get into the Christian Gonzalez, Tyree Wilson range. And I think those two guys are probably the best options after that, but I don't know if they're going to make it past the top ten.
2: talking with Tyler Drake. He's our Arizona Cardinals insider. Let's look a little bit bigger picture, Ty. So if this team I'm just going to say it out loud it feels like they're tanking the next season. They'll never admit to that. They'll never say we're intentionally trying to lose games and they're probably not, but they're not making significant signings and I don't know if I expected them to, but if they are in fact tanking this next season should they consider, should they look at moving some of their more significant contracted players draft picks, and that includes guys like Buda Baker, DJ Humphreys, James Connor, Zach Ertz. What do you think of that idea?
1: Yeah, you know, I think one side, definitely you free up more cap space, but I think for the foundation of what what they want in the offense, I think Zach Ertz and James Conner make a ton of sense. Humphreys restructured his contract, so I think maybe that helps a little bit in that area to where that, you know, that's, 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 actually, that's, a, that's a question that was going in the offseason. What do you do with D.J. Humphreys? But I think we might have got the answer with the rest- restructure there. But, yeah, definitely something you got to look at. And especially if you go into the season and you really don't produce or really show a lot of improvement, you've really got to look at that. So it's going to be really interesting to see just, I think, through the first four or five games. And, and I think from there we're going to kind of get an idea of what's going to happen in the offseason.
0: Speaking of trades, where do you think DeAndre Hopkins ends up when it's all said and done? <laughs>
1: you know what? Here's my – okay, okay. Crazy, crazy conspiracy times. Put okay. your tinfoil hats on. Let me, let me buckle my seatbelt real quick. All right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, make, make sure you're in. Okay. <laughs> so I think what if, uh, what if everybody's just waiting for this Rodgers deal to go through with the Jets, and then the Packers decide, hey, let's go turn one of those picks into DeAndre Hopkins, to pair of Jordan Love. Hmm. So like their first rounder this year, you mean? You know, that's, 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 I don't know. Everybody says it's not going to be a first, so you're going to probably have to look at a second.
2: Yeah, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, says that the Cardinals are looking for reasonably a second round pick plus something else. That's kind of the package that got Hopkins to Arizona.
1: Would that be a disappointment in Cardinals fans' eyes? Uh, It's just, for the caliber of player that Hopkins is, obviously, I think he's worth a first-rounder. I think a lot of people think he's worth a first-rounder, but it's a business, and you've got to, I mean, yeah, you've got to look at the Brandon Cooks deal. He got, what, a fifth and a sixth, so I think he at least warrants a second and a third, but again, you've got to look at the market. You've got to see that. You've also got to realize that, who knows if he wants to be here or not. And that could be a big factor in other teams wanting to do a deal or, or offering less. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what really goes down. It's, it's kind of an everyday uh, process now, I think.
0: Tyler Drake, our Arizona Cardinals lead writer for Arizona sports, joining us here on Arizona sports Saturday, Uh, key dates coming up for the Cardinals. Which one are you going to have your eyes on the most as the off season continues?
1: Oh, For me, I think I'm just going to be watching the mandatory because I think that's when you're going to see everybody who's supposed to be there. I think voluntary, it's going to be interesting. I, I mean, at the same time, I say that voluntary veteran minicamp, it'll be interesting to see who does show up. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they run things. It'll just, yeah, really, I mean, new regime and everything. So, I mean, practices could be different. Everything really could be different. So I'm just really interested to see them hit the grass and see what everything they're going to do. Is David Blau going
2: to be starting on week one? Oh, why did you ask that?
1: Holy cow, it's David Blau. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go with Colt McCoy week one.
2: Okay. I feel better about that (laughs) than David Blau. Not much, but a little bit better. Wow, the cow.
0: Ty, as always, thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday, all right?
2: No problem, guys. See you later.